Hello all and welcome to another episode of Your One Black Friend. I am your hostess, Joe Lee. And today we have a special guest. He is the... The Cosmic Jedi. Jedi. Mm. <laughs> oh no, you can't set me up. Everyone always wants me to do that when I'm not in the mood or ready to do it. Oh. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, so uh, Cosmic is a good friend of mine. And um, we've been having, just we've been going back and forth as to, oh, we, we got to do a podcast, we got to do a podcast. And and then I, the way I plan things is I don't. And I just go, let's do a podcast right now. <laughs> and he is, right now we're recording. It is 4.41 p.m. California. And it is, what time is it over there, Cosmo? I can't remember now. Is it past 12? It's got to be 12. It's, it's got to be. Yeah, 12.41. 12.41. But yeah. he was so but kind. I'm a night owl. He is. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a good thing. Um, and uh, we're having a really good discussion and we're like, you know what, we need to talk about this on online and it's worth recording for posterity. And so that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm going to let Cosmic introduce himself a bit before we dive in. And before we dive in, oh, he doesn't want to, intru- all right, we're no, just going to. I'm not used to that yet. I haven't, I haven't really got the whole, I'm in, I'm in this platform. Right. Well, he's got a fantastic, fantastic, I'll just introduce you. He's got a fantastic YouTube channel where he does like sort of uh, reviews for like movies, things like that. But there, there's also some depth there. And it is the Cosmic Jedi YouTube channel and also Cosmic Jedi, right? On um, yes. Instagram as well. Do check him out. Check out his content. Um, like his stuff, like his stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Oh, so likewise, likewise. Yeah. I'm going to talk about what does it mean? What does it mean when we say things like we're all one? It almost feels like it's a bit of lip service, isn't it? Right? Because we, we kind of stop at that point. What do you then do with that information? How do you move? If you're saying we're all one collective consciousness, right? How does that apply to your day-to-day existence? Like you said, day-to-day life, we're all one. How does that apply? How does that look like? I feel I've learned this a lot from my mom and my grandmother through nature. Anything with nature is, is, it's clear that it's, that's the evident it's, it's, that's the main teacher without having to bring in a, a necessary religious tone to it. You observe how nature operates and you just live by that code. And I think even after saying, okay, you want to try your own thing, you will realize eventually you reach a point where this isn't conducive to self, to others. Certain actions are being partaken, are being uh, carried out right now that isn't helping everyone, isn't conducive to the the, the whole collective. Some people seem to be benefiting and others aren't. And then when you tend to have these conversations in particular circles, there's this whole narrative of this is the way it's been before. You either get with the program or, you know, you're, you're, you're lagging behind you, or maybe there's something wrong with you when you can see there's an imbalance in the system. Even I'm going through my personal journey of what's the purpose of this whole thing. Like from, from point zero, man, mankind, what's the point is is this the whole purpose and if so then maybe like people like you and i or myself and people like me are just making noise saying it should be like this we're programmed to cry and moan moan and complain but this is the whole procedure so in my mind i'm thinking of let's say like let's say of a hive mind let's say like unity from rick and morty right Mm. so unity has this ability to sort of you know, take her consciousness and sort of disperse it across the individuals on a given planet. And then she sort of acts through different people towards a collective goal. What is the collective goal 
that we're supposed to be working towards if this is a collective mind. It's interesting to me that that character on Rick and Morty that I just referenced is named mm -hmm. Unity because I suspect that that is the collective goal. Humanity seems a bit fractured. The collective appears to be suffering from a dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. DID is when you take a whole individual and then they fracture into these different personalities, right? So it's an actual disorder. And that's typically caused by trauma. And I could take one person and that person could, they can have several egos manifesting in one body, in one mind, one brain. And that appears to be the case of the human race, of humanities as, as a species. Because it seems that if we are in fact, and we keep saying, there's people like us who keep saying, hey, we're all one, we're all one, we're all one. And those are the people that also tend to sort of get murdered. Uh, <laughs> it's like the people that are clamoring, like, hey, we should unite. They're the ones who get attacked. Mm. Um, and that's something that's worth sort of paying attention to. But with yeah. the ID, a lot of these different alters, as they're called, aren't aware that they're all one individual. And I think that you can take a step back, apply the maxim as above, so below to our species and, and kind of see the same thing that there are, there's a small percentage of people who are aware that it is one collective. It is one mind manifesting itself in different ways. And it's been a recurring idea throughout time. But then there's another group of people, maybe a larger group of people that tend to not want the rest to be aware. And to operate in a way, as you've mentioned, that appears sort of fractured and almost injurious to the whole, right? So this, you see this recurring theme of divide and conquer, divide and conquer, divide and conquer, right? Um, and who's doing the conquering? It's just sort of other humans conquering the rest. And if you, if you think in terms of a hive mind or a collective consciousness, you think about insects for example you don't see that mm -hmm. like you don't see a beehive where all of a sudden the worker bees go fuck this and then they go and attack the queen <laughs> that's weird <laughs> it's yeah. like if they behaved in that way if you observed uh, an anthill for example or an ant colony and all of a sudden you you watched and all the different like the soldier ants and things like that decide that no because they're more powerful they're going to attack the workers right? You would mm -hmm. go, there's something wrong here. There's mm -hmm. a dysfunction here. This is a certain level of a madness happening. Something's wrong with that hive. And that I think is the same thing that you're observing where you're looking around and you're going, something's wrong with this hive because there's a lot of these things happening over there that don't make any sense. Like, why are we doing this? This is yeah. damaging. This is harmful to us as a species. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if it's just, I don't know if I would agree with your point. It wasn't really your point, but you're saying, or maybe it's just, we, we don't, we're just saying stuff. I, I do think that it is our job, people like you and people like me and people who listen to the podcast. I think it's our job, just like worker bees and worker ants have their function within a society. We would be essentially quote unquote, the watchers that look about and can see we are the eyes of the collective and we go, hey, this isn't right. And so we're serving the function of a much more complex, higher level organism, a hive mind in a sense that can look around and say, hey, we're out of line here. There's this dysfunction. 
and then we point it out. I don't think there's anything wrong with us. I think that we are doing exactly what we're supposed to do, which is be the eyes of the hive, so to speak. The dysfunction is in the individuals who get the rest of the hive to attack us, people like us, who are saying, hey, there's something wrong, we need to fix this. And that's the problem. That is where the dysfunction mm. lies. Mm. Agreed. You get what I mean? And yes. yeah. it is said that I think it's like 80% of the population are easy to sway. You get what I mean? So they they just need to be able to convince, they don't need to be able to convince whoever they are. Whenever they want to enact change in our society, they know that 20% of the populace will not be convinced. They, they don't care about 20% of the populace. They just need to be able to sway the majority. Mm. That's how anything gets done, mm. right? Can I just hijack the masses and bring them down? You know, being, so the masses are just there to sort of move the collective down a particular path. And they're very easy to move. So the, the question isn't about the 80%, the masses. Their job is the herd, right? You have to start questioning, are there factions of watchers, as I've described in past episodes, who want to move the, the 80% down paths that are beneficial to this faction but not to the whole. Is that something that you've thought about, perhaps, or considered? No, um, may maybe in the past, but I'm not comfortable entertaining that thought because that, that gets me irritated. It's like going against someone, like a quote-unquote darker version of myself. No, that's too much work now because this is already, this is a tedious thing to, it's a beautiful term, by the way, to be a watcher is not something, on paper it sounds awesome, but this, this isn't something that, um, it's not fun. I appreciate the position. No, you hear me out, hear me out. I, pre <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the ability to to be present and to be able to see this, like you and I were talking about earlier on, like the whole Neo scene, the, the code thing, to be able to see that beyond the construct. I appreciate that. But I think where I'm I'm at mentally is this, um, for lack of a better term, this destiny within me, I would like to complete it. And there's a, again, lack like of a better term, there's a selfishness where I, I would like to see us who have this role to play, to see it done, to see the seeds planted and then, or seeds are being planted, but to see, to, to see them come to fruition before, whenever. I'm not saying before I pass, what I just just let it be done. Otherwise, it becomes monotonous. Like, am I? Is this another part of the game thing? You're just letting me. <laughs> why, why you didn't know? It becomes. <sighs> it's a game, though. Like I, yeah, I, I, and that's... I... <laughs> go on. I don't know if. You know, fighting, going against another watcher like myself, it's like going against a, a darker version of you. You have to come correct. I, I, I'm not sure if I want to go against other watchers who are going against the the grand narrative. I'm, I'm not sure if that's something I'm comfortable with personally. <laughs> that's, that's why I haven't entertained that thought. I, 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 I hear you. But as, as you talk, you know, there's a part of me that's just going to be like, I don't think the universe cares what what you find fun you get, you, you get what i mean like if this is a grand yeah. design and that there's always been like that's just oh it's it's, it's part mm. of all of what's happening with us right now is just part of the game that's a grand design and then there there are watchers and i'm not saying i'm 100 percent. so i'm just saying this is something you've thought of is this something you've thought about but look we think of the yin and yang <laughs> so there has to be right the opposite there has to be a darker if you and i exist and people like us exist 
then there has to be darker versions of us. And if you're not prepared to entertain the idea of there being dark watchers, even mm -hmm. though the Gnostics wrote about the watchers, but it had a negative slant to them, right? Then, then you'd have to take a step back and say, well, then is it something external from the human race, from the collective that is influencing our behavior? And that I have a bigger problem with because at the end of the day, I can match against myself because I know my own strength and my own weakness. So if you're saying, mm. if I'm saying, or if you're agreeing with me that there are other quote unquote watchers for the sake of this conversation, whose job is to see, they're like the worker bees of humanity in the sense, mm -hmm. right? And their job is to see and then to steer, right? And that's just the function that they play in the hive, right? So if you're, if you're saying, okay, you're uncomfortable with that. I have more, I take more discomfort knowing that, cause I can go like, let's go back to the hive analogy. I can, if I know like in the movie ants, if I know that it's just other ants that are, that I have to go against. Okay. I can do battle with that. I could work mm -hmm. with that because then I know mm -hmm. that I'm, even if it's a darker aspect of me, even if it's the yin to my yang or whatever, I, I know their strength and the witnesses, weaknesses, same with me. But if you're saying, no, 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 you're actually going against fucking humans. This is a whole different species entirely, something outside. I That I have a harder time with because then I, I don't, I can't, what do you, how do you explain like a TV to a fucking ant? Like, I, I don't know, <laughs> like that's beyond my pay grade. So I would much rather be quote unquote comfortable. I would be much more comfortable with this idea that as, as there is me, so is there a darker version of me in sense of art so as like there a, are watchers hmm? like a mirror version of you that okay that's interesting because that oh that's that is interesting i and it's funny you say major because that. this sweater hold that thought but this sweater yeah it's funny is actually a mirror this is actually it's not inverted even though it appears like oh the camera just flipped it this is a yeah. it's called a mirror verse sweater it's um from dress for dystopia.com shameless plug Ooh. but it when you put a mirror against it it reads the correct read. way and i just That's think it's good. very interesting that i randomly grabbed my mirror i'm getting chills i randomly grabbed my mirror verse sweater and now we're talking about you know yeah a mirror verse so carry on i want to hear what you have to say actually questioning my thinking pattern or thinking process i assumed my other version would have more attributes than i currently have that was the first thought I don't know why I went to that first thought, but I guess, as you said, the gaming thing, when you go against a darker version of yourself, they always seem to have a particular, I guess, if you're supposed to kill the, the, the boss, darker version of yourself, you're supposed to attain a new ability. So he will be fighting a little different than you or doing moves a little different than you. I finished God of War recently and Heimdall and God of War Ragnarok could predict your moves. That was the most frustrating boss battle in that game. <laughs> and every move I did, I've, 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 I'm generally pissed when I'm playing certain games and when it's boss battles. I'm just like, yeah, here we go again. I'm bound to get pissed off. That's people like me are bound to get pissed. But this boss battle was different, and he was mocking you whilst you were throwing the moves. When you change the weapon, he would it's almost like saying, "Oh, you picked the Leviathan weapon. Let's see what that's going to do to me." Oh, look, you picked the RPG. I was like, whoever did this part of the game is beautiful, but that's really annoying. So my brain instantly went there as if to say the other version of me would know things that I currently don't know. That's the part I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to tackle, which is interesting because I projected more knowledge on my other variant. <laughs> I got to go check that one out later. Yeah, that, that's a psychological thing. I think yeah, it's David. It why do you think that it is? <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but it's interesting. Why are you giving that much credit to a darker aspect of yours? Yes. 
there is a, I do I do explore that sometimes. I I always say to my myself, even when my mom and I talk, I feel there are two sides of me, and this side is the one where I'm I'm familiar with. The other side, you know, when you when things happen around the world with earthquakes and whatnot, I'm like that. I resonate more with that. That's more clean. I don't have to think. If I was if I was a freaking tornado, I'm just here to do my job. Whereas this version of me, I'm having to pace. I don't want to repeat this one's mistakes. I don't want to repeat the mistakes. My this, this. So I'm constantly overthinking. Whereas the other thing is just pure sunlight. Is just sunlight. If it's if it's a, a grenade, it's, it it just here to do its thing. There's this reset. If it's a supernova, there you go. All right, start again. Let's see if you guys will do better this time. I'm more clear-minded when I feel like that. And she looked at me and thought, dude. <laughs> You need to read more of the Bible. I'm like, no, mom, you're not listening. You're not listening. That's, that's, uh, that's not the answer. Yeah, you're not paying attention. This me is constantly having to study and study and study. Then I'm, you know, back and forth. How come I'm doing triple work? It's not annoying. It's it's easy for me, but no one else is doing triple work. Like like I mentioned when um when I went to that uh, podcast show this Sunday, gone. Everybody was ready to, you know, hands were grabbing mics. I was contemplating. I was literally thinking, okay, this one said that, this one said that. But you guys are back and forth with this ping pong thing. Whereas I'm more concerned about the game. Who made this ball? Who made the the bat? Are we in a ring? Are we outside? Everyone's just back and forth. So after a while, it's like, you know, I'm tired of this. Let me overthinking three times and then explain to this person, I'm about to be that supernova and then boom. So I think I'm projecting that aspect of myself. If I come against myself with that supernova, I don't know if I'm ready. But that's a beautiful point you brought up. That's a very interesting point. Well, I think it's two things. I think you said that at the beginning of this episode, you said that nature sort of has its functions. And then you sort of reiterating it again with this conversation. It was like, you know, well, the, like a tornado, it just has its function and it just does its thing. But then you stop short of applying that same mindset to yourself. What you've described in the podcast scenario is the same function. Because if you're when you're sitting around a group of people, and they can't see what you see. I go back again. You are a watcher, a mm -hmm. seer. So you're you're performing the function. The problem here that I'm seeing is is there's a frustration with the fact that that is your function. But you have to accept that that is your function. Your job is to see, and then your job is to show. So you watch, you observe, you see. If your job, like I just said, there's there's just there's a certain percentage of the population that that is their job, just like a worker bee or a worker ant, that you're just serving that job. So if your job is to see, you can't, you're, you can't then get frustrated because you see shit. Your job is to serve your purpose, which is to show the rest what you see. I, I really, I literally need you to think of humanity as a hive and you look as above, so below, as below, so above, you look at a, like, I keep coming back to bees and ants and like the sort of the colony and the, they work together in unison. Now imagine instead of worker bees, because we do have worker humans, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to, but you also have kind of the sociopaths. They're, they're playing their function. That's part, that's part of the hive, right? Because you almost, you need that um, antagonist in every narrative. So if this is a grand narrative, if this is, if it's, oh, I, I put out an episode, hmm? Oh, no, you're frozen now, but you're good now. Sorry. I didn't <laughs> so to cut you off. Put out an episode that basically asks the question, are the narratives of, of our lives actually sentient life forms? That's going to air, I think, today. So I know you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because 
it's not aired yet, um, but it will air today. Um, but I basically asked the question, like, if we start to really uh, observe and take apart these these ideas that we've been programmed with, of what a living life form is supposed to be, I've posited the question, or I've posed the question that can sound itself be conscious, or more importantly, can a living life form present to us only in ways that we can perceive as sound. And now I'm taking that step like, okay, let's put that there. Now can our life stories themselves, even on that episode I asked, could music, a piece of music, you hear the birth at the start, mm -hmm. that's the birth of it. And then it sort of does its thing. You can you can kind of see that as it drops and it dips and it goes up and it goes down and it goes up and it goes down and then the do 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 and the climax and then that's the death. It dies and then we loop it. But how do we know that that's not like even our life story, the beginning of our life? Can our life itself be a symphony from a from a far enough perspective? If somebody is really observing us from a, a different type of life form than humanity is observing us, can Joe can cosmic? be the favorite song like your life story be the favorite song of a life form that you can't even begin to start to sort of con con, you know Oof. contemplate and then they come in and then they listen and what we what we consider listening to a music is or listening to a song is the same way as like what i look at an ant and it's, it's very simple like an ant colony is just very simple right they got the worker bees and i'm saying blow that shit up Right. If we are a hive, you've got the seers, you've got the watchers like it's deeper than that. It's the same thing, the way we listen to a music and we listen to a song and it's like three minutes. And that's 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 nice. That's a beautiful song. And sometimes we'll loop the same song over and over again. And I'm saying now imagine a much more complex, just as infinitely more complex as an ant is to a human. Imagine a species that is the equivalent of an ant to a human. We are the ants to them. Do they listen to us? Do they become us and live our lives the way we listen to our favorite song? I'll say that again. Do they come in <laughs> and do they live our lives the way we listen to our favorite song? And then just as you'd mentioned, going in and chopping bits up, right? So when you come back, I imagine a technology like that exists. But now that when you come back, and you make different life choices, right? We've got the multiverse, and so now you take a different path. Is that the same as chopping up parts? Okay, I don't like this. Let me edit this out, and I'm becoming a different story. And that is how these species listen to music. You are some multi-dimensional species favorite song, <laughs> and then this entire world, our entire reality, every single human, eight billion people, not just now, but you take that, you spread 100 billion people over space and time, that's like a catalog of fucking music on like Spotify, right? But to them, it's not music. It's like fucking life. And that's how they are entertained. Are you not entertained? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad to be part of that. When I see you do that, I'm like, dude, I wish I was there. So yes, <laughs> you did it while I was on. Yes. yes, you did it while I was on. Oh, dude. Dude, let me, let me, let me marinate on that. Let me, let me just put that on low heat for a while. That was, um. That was epic as always. You did two things. You blew my mind. Dude, I'm glad to be part of the, the exact point in your show when you, you did the mind-blown thing. You tend to do it when your show is consistent. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be part of that. That That's, uh, Jolie, that one is, um, let me drop the accent a bit. That's perfection right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfection right there. Dude, I, I yeah, I would, I would love to be part of that, to be honest. 
any bean that can that can find me and put put me or put us in their catalog, I'm gravy. Well, I'm saying just that's already. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. That's us now. Yeah, you yeah, have that's to. Not... You literally have to break down every structure in your mind of what people have told us a living being is because we're so myopic, like ants. Do you get what I mean? We're so myopic, and you have to like break down all the fucking structures of what people have told you a life form can be. Mm. Right. And then you really have to take a step back and you start to really look at things. I'm saying like you are you you are somebody's favorite song. Your life is somebody's favorite song. And there's going to come a time and maybe you will become one of those individuals that create that app that we were talking about. I'm not going to talk about it because he's going to work on it and you guys will know when it's out. But that kid, you know, <laughs> exactly. do what no, needs no, to be done and sort of chop things. But maybe that's what the eternal recurrence is. The eternal recurrence when you are a living song when you are a living symphony in a way when your whole life is a symphony to a higher being then the occurrence that we have talked about that Nietzsche Frederick Nietzsche talked about do you loop the same life over and over again is that just it listening the equivalent of listening right every time because I'll loop the fuck out of a song like like, I will play the same song on repeat over and until I get tired of it and I'll play something but is that the eternal? Is that the eternal recurrence to a higher life form? Is that the equivalent of the eternal recurrence? And then when you reincarnate as a new avatar, is it just now the difference was just skipping a song and now I'm playing another song? Do you get what I mean? Like you just, you know, like they talk about string theory. Like this is physics. They say that you once you go beyond just like you know like atoms and then atoms rather and then subatomic particles and then you get the strings and they say it's a vibrating every you know beyond like quarks and things. Then you have this, like they say it's everything's vibration. You know, it's, it, there's strings. Well, to me, you tell me there's strings. Like some of my favorite instruments are string instruments. Like give me the violin, the, the, the double bass, the cello. That tells me music, on some level. This hmm. reminds me also of the Futurama episode where you can kind of play this instrument and then as you play, the visuals come up, right? Fry was playing this like sound instrument and you played it and as the sound made music, it could you could make, you know, so you'd see scenes play out based on what he was playing. And then there's another, there's a song called Oceanic Subterfuge by the guy from System of a Down, Serge Tankin. And he decided to just go off on a tangent and start making, he went from making like hardcore rock song to like symphony music and oceanic subterfuge. When I listen to that song, I swear I can see orcas. It, it reminds me, I, I can see the visual of like an orca lost in the ocean, sort of looking for its parents. The, the visual just kind of pops into my head. So I'm saying invert that, reverse that. Mm-hmm. Are you, what would you sound like? Like take take your whole life from from birth to death. Let's say you live in eighty, and you just you you play to for to a character way out there looking at you, right? What sound? What is your music? What is the music of your life? What would you sound like? What would your mm. life story sound like? I gotta write that shit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good title. You know, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm um. I feel I feel towards the end it'll sound epic. From the start, that there'll be some, some, I guess, very subtle. I don't know why I'm feeling like uh, Stranger Things '80s vibe, little happy-go-lucky tunes right at the start. Uh, teenage years, they'll, yeah, it's. I guess, um, what's that sound? That weird noise that it makes when in the movie, um, synth? the one with the 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 UFO that had the colors, encounter with something kind. 
Oh, closing encounters of the third kind. That's the one. Yeah, there's okay. a weird sound they play when the spaceship appears. It's a, this weird, almost like that interstellar typical sound thing. Okay. I think teenage years, it'll sound like that. But early 30s into my current cycle, yeah, towards the end, it'll sound epic. I'm feeling it'll sound epic. It better sound epic to them. <laughs> well, you're the one listening. And maybe you're editing. Right? There's, you've got to start Ooh. thinking of, of reality beyond our present limitations and, and, and sort of projecting our technology, where is it going to go? And then if you can project yourself 10 years, 15 years, a hundred years, barring some fucked up like tragedy, tragedy rather mm -hmm. than the human race. Yeah. If you can project yourself, then there's going to exist technologies like Cosmic and I talked about, um, or the technologies where you play something, you play a sound and it creates a visual. I've actually spent this last week, funny enough, I just thought about it, trying to find AI because I've been doing a lot of audio only podcasts just because it's easier for me to record. It's the holidays. I can grab my phone, set up a mic and just speak rather than sitting down. So when I'm traveling, I was trying to find something that I can feed my audio of like a recording through this like program and then it would generate from what I'm saying, just visuals, like just pick up, you know, if I, I'm talking about peace and justice and this, and then I can have automatically sort of generated, um, AI generated oh. images that will match what I'm saying. And I know that because I'm looking for it, either it exists or is gonna exist. And if you're watching this and you can generate that fucking go and make money, please. Um, because, because <laughs> the technology exists, right? They can, you know what I mean? Like if you right now, I can type in certain things into like, even, even something as simple as CapCut, I can type in certain things into CapCut, like a script and it will generate imagery from the script. Right. So why can't it then just use like my speech to text to then generate the image. And then I can just take an audio yeah. and then generate a visual from there. And then this way I can put out content without always having to be on camera, like on the go. Right. So there is a correlation <laughs> between, um, sound and visuals. And I'm saying you take a broad enough view of your entire life and you could be well, I mean, what's, I, I talked about this. I have a video that I put out that I basically said, you know, the, the life of a, of a, was it a mayfly? is like a day, 24 hours. To us, there's gotta be something out there that views us in the same way we view a mayfly. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. I broke that Can't down. Yeah. But it takes, it takes taking a step back and going, thinking beyond the trees and the forest kind of thing. Could, to us, I listen to my favorite song. But to you, your life could be some other entity's favorite song. You need the lows. I mean, you listen to the, the bass, boom, 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 boom. I know you felt that shit in life sometimes. Like, it's like that each day is a fucking like bass, boom, 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 boom. Every day. If you take your whole week and you make that, you turn that, like say you've got a down day, a down day, a down day. That in its sense, if you take a, you know, take a step back. That week where it's just boom, 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 low, low, low to a creature bigger than us. That could just be the fucking bass in the song, you know? And then like, you really have to start looking at life like that.
I mean, you don't have to. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but that's something. No, that no, 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 no. I mean, it's me you're talking to. Come on, is I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't receive that any other way aside from exactly how you're um, expressing it to me. So then, one could say that um, we as the watchers, so we, we we carry that same frequency then, where we can tell that the whole the orchestra isn't playing as it's supposed to be playing then when it comes to the eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, the shit's off beat, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. What the fuck is going on? The conducting yeah. is not conducting. Yeah, something's off. We're, we're off beat, and that—that's mm. her. You know what I mean? Like this is not. Y'all need to dance to the, to the beat. Mm. I think that's why I'm always freaked out when motherfuckers can't dance to the beat because it's like, what are you doing? Like, what is, what is, why are you off? What is happening? Like that's not right. At the core, you should be able to feel the beat. Like, why is this hard for you? What's happening? Maybe it's a frequency. Maybe it's a frequency that they're currently or temporarily stuck at. Yeah, yeah you need to retune. Yeah. Yeah, or you're, you're listening to something completely different. What are you listening to? Because that's not yeah. what the rest of us are vibing on. You know, there's a dissonance there. Yeah, sort of thing. Conscious dissonance. Yeah. I definitely appreciate that vantage point for sure. It makes it, it makes the ride a lot more smoother now. And that's one of my favorite roles when it comes to watching the... Um, because you mentioned Watcher, so it ties into the What If series on Disney Plus right now. Season two is coming out. Uwatu is the Watcher that he's he's having to step in at particular times, and he also states he can't step in at any time because of a grand rule or grand reason. But sometimes he can step in and alter a few things. So even watching that as well is interesting to watch when he chooses to step in and whatnot. What shows up? I did wonder why um it's called the What If series on Disney Plus. What I think if? it's taken from the comic. Yeah, literally What If. I think it's supposed to be, for example, what if T'Challa was born in Kansas, for example, rather than Wakanda. So that whole what if the superheroes were currently used to had a different origin. Just like I think Superman had the same thing in DC, where what if he landed in Russia rather than... Where did he come from again? Interesting. Kansas. That's the one. I what believe. If spaceship, yeah, the trajectory landed somewhere else. Would, would we still have the same Clark Kent, Superman... All the attributes definitely would not be named Clark Kent. Exactly. So just I, I love that aspect in terms of a grand scheme of things. The show, yes, and I feel Marvel can definitely milk that if they do it well, movie wise. I mean, everyone loves the animated series. I don't mind it because it's 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 something better than nothing. But I feel you can still definitely do something else with that live action. Some people back, resonate more with live action than animation, and vice versa. To tie it back to music. And the app that I said that you should generate, it's the same concept, isn't it? You're mm. taking a song, we'll call that mm. song Superman, and then you're chopping mm -hmm. and screwing and remastering it. You're taking bits out. And what if instead of doing this, like it still sounds like Superman. What if instead of doing this, we do this? What if instead of doing this, I do this? Do you get what I mean? And that's, mm. but that's our lives. That could be our lives, right? When you talk about the many worlds interpretation and the multiverse. There's a song that I, I posted, I uh, linked it to a video um of my painting is the most recent painting and uh i'm gonna pull out the the title of the song i think i'm, I, I'm gonna try to play it see if i can play it it's called cafe it's by cafe del mundo and it's called dance of joy cafe del cafe del mundo and it's called dance of joy but i was listening to that shit and i'm like this shit sound like get lucky <laughs> Well, you want me to play it again? 
We're up all night to get lucky. Uh, yes. Yes, definitely. Now you said it, definitely. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> Is there any lyrics on top of it? Nothing? No vocals? No, no, it's just, I just, I was on, just scrolling through and I wanted to put the video and I saw that and I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And then I'm like, wait, that sounds like, that should sound like get lucky. <laughs> Alright, let's sue them. Just kidding. I like the song. I've just made a hater. <laughs> like, but it does sound like that sounds like good like. But you have to ask yourself the same thing though. Is that is that like what a multiverse is? So is there is a dark dark cosmic that he's afraid of? Yeah, I've got this thing within me where um the hive mind thing you mentioned earlier on. I feel I'm more in tune with that. It's better to do what we're supposed to be doing in the collective sense, rather than doing something you, you think you think you're supposed to be doing, even though it's against the grand scheme of things. And within me, I've got this thing where it's like, there's a list of things I want to do and I'm here to do, and I want to make sure I get this thing done off, off the list. And I don't know where that task thing is coming from, but it feels like that sometimes. Like this, there's scenarios I've been in where for example, around my friends, uh, we're at a party or at a bar or something, and they're like, oh, you want me to get you drinking? I'm like, no, I don't drink. Oh, you need to loosen up, man, because you're too, you're too stiff, you're too this. I'm like, no, the things I feel I'm not supposed to do here, and the, the things I feel I've already done before that I don't get joy from anymore, I've, I've outgrown them. So I'm just fine with orange juice at the bar. Whilst, whilst you guys feel like you're supposed to be drinking, I feel definitely I've outgrown that. Whereas this feel, there's a feeling where it's like, okay, this thing needs to be done for sure. And I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to lock it down into a time zone where it's 2023, 2024, but this, there's a chunk where it needs to be a particular way. Otherwise, again, it's offbeat when it comes to the orchestra. I don't, I don't know why, but yeah. And it's, I make sure I always recheck myself. It's not a present feeling because I've watched too many movies or I've watched too many things or it's an external projection. But there's a feeling where I do tend to take them a second. Let me just, let me rejig and make sure it's, it's a central core thing and a hive mind feeling or wherever this orchestra thing is coming from, it's funneling through from that rather than a fear I picked up from or innate fear I was born with or, yeah, I'm always having to recheck myself. But that list thing is after this thing, then everything else flows differently. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool vibes. That's cool vibes. <laughs> no, 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 for real, for real. Yeah, and, and once again, even to kind of tie back to what you said about your friends, like that's, that's what they're supposed to be doing because that's why yeah. they're doing it. You get what I mean? Like everyone's just... If this is a symphony, you, know, you guys have heard me talk about, you know, the illusion of free will, you know, and sort of leaning into like, hey, we just got to, you've got to serve your function of the narrative itself. You could argue that the narrative of our lives could also just be sort of the metronome in which our paths are directed or the song or the note mm. or the, mm. you know, the, the, I forget what it's called when it's music and it's a script, right? It's just the sort of the notes, whatever. That's just, I, I, I don't want to be out of tune kind of thing yes. so yes. It's, it should be enough when you're out in public I, I don't drink I, either um it, it's not a vibe for me um yeah literally that <laughs> literally, it's like okay yeah oh. yeah but it's not to to judge um mm -hmm. and to say to other people well you you don't drink that that's their note that they're yes. supposed to be playing then let them play yes. that note yeah you know I mean but we should be thinking more in terms of a grand a grand you know, symphony, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And on my job is to, this is my note here, you know, 
And when I say, so for example, a collective consciousness, and what does that mean? You know, it's just really sitting with that. It's understanding that you, you can view the collective consciousness, even if you just want to bring it on a micro level, you can view the collective consciousness. And I think it's much bigger than I can even talk about, participate on this podcast. But if you view the collective consciousness as a whole song, you know what I mean? Then our job as individual notes is to make sure that even if my line, even if my only function is to just be this note on this one line, you know, Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I'm in tune, you know, because each note is a part of the song. And even if somebody is playing it and it's just slightly off tune, eventually whoever is playing it will get it to sync what we call mm-hmm. unity it will mm-hmm. sync up and then it will have a nice melodious flow so that ultimately it's not just uh, like you know off where we're, we're watching and we're observing we're like that shit's off i'm like I <laughs> you know but that that's the sound maybe maybe whoever is playing us maybe whatever collective consciousness is playing this grand symphony that we call reality this particular multi universe within the multiverse is some mm-hmm. sort of grand you know song maybe they're just not as experienced you know, and maybe mm. we're with the intelligence within this kind of system and we're we're there to say, hey, you're kind of off the line and let's bring it up, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Mm. Because when you first learn to play an instrument, it's shit sounds fucking off. You know, shit is out of tune or if the instrument isn't finely tuned and you could be a really good player, it could still sound off and you know it sounds off and maybe we collectively know it's off. So it's either whoever or whatever this collective consciousness is in this particular universe is just not aware or experienced. And so that's why there's a bit of chaos or what appears to be chaos. Um, mm. And then we are the ones that sort of put it into place and say, Hey, listen, like you're, you're, you're doing too much over here. Like you need to be more in line here. And mm. either that or the, the instrument is out of tune and that it just needs to be retuned in time. Either way, over time, the problem will correct itself. Right. So it's either the instrument is out of tune and then it will just need to be retuned or the player learns to play the fucking game, right? Either way, time will sort it out. And if all of time is happening right now, then the problem is already sorted. Then all we are doing is observing and watching the experience of this greater consciousness learning how to play this game or this instrument or this grand symphony, however you want to call it. That's my Yeah, better because we got another sense. show to go to go and head head off to as well. Another orchestra to deal with. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. It's not the only one, is it? Exactly. I bet you there's some sort of like competition and we're just sort of you know, <laughs> practicing. I wonder what we sound like as a collective. You know, the whole of human you know, just humanity as a species is just one song. And then maybe there's like, I've talked about how there's like, there might've been reptilians, like intelligent reptilians, reptiles that have existed before. Cause the earth is like 4.6 billion years old. And we've only been yeah. around for like a hundred thousand years. So there obviously has to be, it's called Zellurian hypothesis. They obviously have to Zellurian. Zellurian. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's actually named after a doctor who episode, believe it or not. Yeah. It was pretty cool, but there's gotta be like other intelligent species that had walked on this earth. It's just time has a way of erasing evidence of things. And then the question becomes like, okay, if we are a song, humanity, homo sapiens sapiens, at least consciousness playing as homo sapiens sapiens as a collective, then there's got to be consciousness that it's playing, it has played as the reptilians. And then that's another song. What do they sound like? 
you know, very cool. There's going to come a time I'm telling you in the future where even your favorite movie, they'll be able to turn it into a song. That sounds awesome. my words. And mm-hmm. the game and the game. I'd like to see that. I'll... Okay. Now I'd like to see that for real. <laughs> I'm serious. You mentioned something about the unity episode earlier on. I think I've seen almost all of them. I did wonder why they chose a lady rather than male. I mean, it's, it kind of makes sense, but for it's still rape, cute. Yeah. But you never know. Uh, you don't know. I don't believe things just, it's like a note. If this is, if this is some grand song, you don't just put random notes in a fucking, you yeah. know, yeah. Song. Yeah. Like they're, 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 they're there. It may not make any sense to us, but they're there for a reason that that's just, so I don't ignore things. And if you're mm-hmm. picking that up then you're picking that up for a reason, you mm. know, we just are socialized to dismiss. Oh, it's just a coincidence. And then you stop and you don't ask what the fuck a coincidence is. Like, what does that mean? Think beyond just that word that you slapped under it. What does coincidence mean? What does synchronicity mean? What does, you know, serendipity mean? You know, to me, it speaks more of there's something ordered, you know? So even the author choosing to call the character unity. Mm. And now we're talking about DID and unifying and understanding that, hey, first of all, we're out of tune and we need to be in one accord. We need to be in one accord, accordance. These are still musical terms, you know, that I don't think is a coincidence or an accident, or if it, if it is a coincidence or an accident, it doesn't mean that they're irrelevant and that they Mm -hmm. shouldn't be, these occurrences should just be dismissed. Even yeah, if it is a agree. coincidence, you should yeah. still pay attention to the fact that it occurred. Yes. Literally, yeah. And your deja vu's and oh. Yeah. <laughs> I get those on a regular. It's it's hilarious these days. Oh, maybe the symphony. I, I do as well. But it's once again we talk about looping the same song. How many times has this song been played? It makes sense if you have heard it before, that you have that feeling of, oh, I've heard this song before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen this before. Deja vu. Deja meaning already in French. Vu meaning to see. But I bet you if you've listened to a song you haven't heard in a long time, you get that same feeling of recognition. I know the song. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, damn. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing. This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. It should be a regular. <laughs> no, she should. You should. It's good talks. Good talks. All right. On that note, I am out. Cosmic, you got any last words for us until the next time? No. I'm, no, I'm going I'm to marry you on this one. And uh, just make sure you're playing the right notes, man. <laughs> exactly. Just don't be out of tune. Focus on your own shit. My yeah. job is to just play this part. Yeah, that's true. And be the best note I can be. Yeah. Be the best song I can be. Be true to me. And I'm not going to be out of tune in my shit. This is just all I can be. You know? Ooh, exactly. Exactly. I guess the journey is figuring out what tune you are. Or what note you are. You know you are. You just go out you feel. Just ignore all the other shit that's not you. <laughs> okay, there you have it. <laughs> Simply said. Simply said. And that's truth. That's truth. Yeah, you said you're not feeling it. You just, that's it. I'm not mm-hmm. feeling this. Yes. Mm. That's all you need. This doesn't feel right. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You know? mm. Right? Because the, the musicians, they can feel the music. You watch them. 
they feel it they know what it feels. they they know i'm not gonna pull that string that's just gonna yeah that's gonna be yeah. off they, yeah. they feel they're not yeah. thinking they're just feeling shit the moment they start thinking the shit goes off tune every musician will tell you this so this has to have much more importance than this mm-hmm. how does it feel i was gonna sing i'm not gonna sing sorry <laughs> How oh, does it feel? All right, all right, this song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the second time you've done that then. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on the show as well. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, on that note, until next time, thanks for having on, Cosmic. Thank you for having me. Come on. <laughs>